time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Hey, it's another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller. We have Roadmap Financial Consulting. Glenn's the founder and president there and a registered financial consultant. He has an office in Greensboro on Amir's Chapel Road, and we're always online at greensbororetirement.com. Great resources there on the website, in addition to being able to listen to past podcast episodes. If you've just happened to tune in on this particular week and haven't heard previous ones, you might want to look back a few weeks. You can listen to our conversation about his and hers retirement planning, the differences among men and women, how to keep it simple when it comes to your financial plan. If you find yourself often getting overwhelmed at the thought of getting ready for retirement, there's some great suggestions in there for how to simplify the process. And we even recently talked about how to eliminate luck as an equation in your financial plan as well. All those topics and many, many more there on the website at GreensboroRetirement.com. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about four of the things that we wish everybody knew about retirement planning because, well, gosh, it would just make things a lot easier if everybody kind of came into the office already knowing these things. So we're going to try and, you know, in that mission of what we talked about not too long ago, keeping it simple and streamlining things, we hope you walk away kind of really embodying some of these next couple of points that we're going to make on the show today. So first of all, Glenn, something that we wish everybody knew is that there are actually trustworthy financial advisors out there. We get uh, a lot of news in the press about the bad ones, about the Bertie Madoffs of the world, but there are also a lot of financial advisors out there doing very good, exceptional work. Well, that's exactly right, Walter. And, you know, and it seems like all the things that, that make it onto TV, I mean, when, when you think about news, whether it's about financial things or whatever, it's typically something that happened that was out of the normal. And you have the, this is typically, you know, bad news is what comes through. And it's like good news is no news, right? And I mean, that's true when you look at maybe on, you know, particularly if you're looking at like the national news, it just, you know, because they only have it so much time and they're, they're going to deliver that. And then, of course, you know, when, you know, when you have the 24-7 cable news, well, they're doing everything they can do to, you know, to kind of keep things interested and keep things going and whatnot. I mean, I think you only see like a lot of good news stories, you know, maybe like on the local news. But but I think, you know, it, it's one of those things where there are a lot of people out there who, who do good work. And that's it, unfortunate. But, you know, sometimes financial advisors have gotten that name of, you know, just maybe they're kind of synonymous with like used car salesmen in some cases because of you know of how they're portrayed and and certainly there's there's bad apples and everything right but no matter what area of life you are and what profession you are but there are good people and, and honest people out there that you know that can help and, and can you know help you you know through some things and, and help you make good decisions and, and and learn you know learn what you need to find out and what's different about retiring versus you know working and saving and that kind of thing and and typically you know you're going to want to get some input from those folks because it's different retiring than it is in you know in your working years and your saving years and whether you work with somebody or not ultimately as, as having them as an advisor it's always good to at least you know meet with one or two or, or more to really get some thoughts and ideas about you know what you need to know you know as you as you're making that that transition and certainly there are good people out there they, they can help yes always and that trust is so important to develop with your financial advisor but you're never going to reach that barrier if you kind of always go into the every meeting with uh, you know this this advisor is a schmuck as I heard one financial advisor call it one time said ah yeah we're all schmucks that's the view and uh, we've got to kind of get over that barrier and realize that not everybody is a Bernie Madoff out there I know it can be hard for 
for some, uh, not as hard for others to get past that barrier. But if you want to really work with an advisor and, and get the most out of that relationship, you know, trust has to be built. And uh, that comes with time, uh, but also with, you know, trying to come into the equation without, you know, biases and that sort of thing. Uh, we also wish, Glenn, that everybody knew what they were truly paying for their investments, or another way to phrase it, what their investments are actually costing them. Sure. Well, it's like anything, Walter. I mean, almost anything you buy has got some cost to it. And, you know, more often than not, you know, folks don't really understand what's there. And so, you know, and I always hear all the things about, you know, you see all the advertisements on TV. It's like, well, you know, there's this thing and it has low fees and that thing has low fees. And, and that tends to be the kind of the buzzword, but an awful lot of challenges with, with that because it's like, you know, if you really delve into what most folks end up, you know, putting their money into, you know, and you read into the fine print, there's typically, you know, significantly more fees than what, than what folks really understand and what they believe to be the case. I think the key is is that knowing that you know that fees you know with the absence of value can be very expensive but if you're getting something for the fee that you're paying and you know it's it's a really good value add and that can well be worthwhile it's also important to understand what you're paying you know and you know you really want to be thinking in terms of you know if you work with a fiduciary i mean that's full disclosure and that's up front you know and and literally it's printed right there on the statement and 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 it's right there in the conversation when you're considering working with somebody and if that's something that's kind of just you know not really addressed or that's not part of the conversation then you that needs to be kind of a red flag in terms of well you know why aren't they telling me that or you know or how can i find that out and sometimes it's not so easy, but it's important. And and really, it's asking questions. And if you don't get a you know satisfactory answer, then you know maybe it's time to uh, to get another opinion about things. But you really need to know what you're paying and what you're getting for what you're paying. It's not necessarily what you're paying. It's it's what you're paying and what you're receiving. You know, at the same time, and, and that combination is that what's really important. Item number three on four things we wish everybody knew about retirement planning would be that we wish everybody knew that the real risk potential in their portfolio, we wish they knew what that was, instead of just choosing to focus on the upside potential. We often have misdirected focus, it sounds like, Glenn, where we're, we're just looking at how much can I get out of this investment rather than how far can I fall in this investment? Well, that's right, Walter. And and the, the industry has, has kind of done this um, sales job, if you will, to have everybody completely focused on, you know, rate of return, you know, and what was your average rate of return, you know, and, and how is it over this period and how is it over that period? And certainly those things are important, but, you know, you really need to understand what that means because, you know, a lot of those, a lot of those calculations and different things can be very deceptive and, you know, they don't really tell the whole story. But the other thing is, is that you have to think in terms of, you know, where are you in life, you know, and, and what phase of life are you in? And, you know, you're always wanting, you know, you're wanting to have your money grow and your assets grow, you know, certainly more so you're, you're, when you're in the accumulation phase and you're in your younger years, you're looking for, you know, for greater growth. And as you transition towards retirement, you know, you want to be thinking along the lines of, of lowering the volatility a little bit and making sure that the money's going to last and that you don't have to make withdrawals when things are down. And, you know, and unfortunately, what ends up happening is, is a lot of folks, as they're transitioning into retirement, you know, they think, well, you know, we've, I've made some, you know, changes, you know, with my 401k and I'm, you know, I'm not as aggressive as I once was or, you know, I'm, I'm much more moderate or I'm much more conservative. 
And so you really need to understand, well, what do those words really mean? I mean, there's a lot of things out there that have labels on them or, you know, or in the name that don't exactly do ex- what you would think they would do. It's, it's like anything else. I mean, there's a lot of marketing that goes on in the financial world as well as every other place in, when you think about you know, going shopping for anything. And, you know, you pick up things at the store and the product is, is named, you know, something and you and you pick it up and say, wow, this is going to be great. It's going to do this and do that. And then you take it home and you you, know, you start reading about it and you, and you look inside, and you take it out. And it's like, oh, well, this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, because, the, you know, what they called the product was, you know, was was a lot of marketing, but it really wasn't necessarily you know what was really there. And I think that's something that people need to be aware of, because I see it all the time when folks come in, you know, for that n- initial consultation and they bring their statements in and we do a risk analysis, it's very common to have folks have a lot more risk than they think they do. And it's just, you know, they're just one you know bad downturn or a bear market away from having their retirement just completely changed and, you know, and, and, and maybe not have what they thought they were going to have just simply because they had on too much risk at the wrong time in life. You know, I mean, you know, risk is a, is a very important thing to manage and you need to hedge those risks, particularly when you have no more new money going into the accounts and and the money that you have saved has got to last you throughout. These are some of the things we wish everybody knew about retirement planning. If you know these things going into the process, just makes it smoother and easier for all involved. And that's a good thing for you in the end because you want to get a plan in place but we want to do it with obviously as little fuss as possible and if we can kind of get on the same page in these items it's a big help one more thing that we'll throw out there before we wrap up the podcast for today glenn we wish everybody knew the motivations behind the information that they might hear on tv read in magazines or find during a google search i know that's easier said than done though well, you're right, Walter. You know, we've talked about this in the past, right? When we talked about the financial entertainers. And, you know, there's always stuff going on out there, particularly, like you say, if you're looking at something on TV or you're reading a magazine or you're listening to a radio show or or something like that. Or even, you know, when you're, when you're doing a search on the Internet, you say, well, you know, I'm doing this search and, you know, that you're just putting in something that you think is benign and it's, it doesn't really have a bias to it. But the reality is, is that, you know, the way that those search engines work is, is that they're going to turn up the things that where people advertise and, you know, and, and where they've positioned their website so that they show up in the search results. And so there's a lot of marketing going on there when you think oh, you're just putting it in and you're getting just unbiased information. And that's not really the case. I mean, you, you know, what comes up in the search is, is, you know, oftentimes what advertisers have, you know, have paid for so that they show up in the search. So it's very challenging to really, you know, find, you know, quality information that you know that you can, you know, you can really depend upon. That's not to say that you, there's nothing that you can trust that's out there, but you always have to take it with a grain of salt. And you want to, you know, you always kind of want to get a second opinion and look at, you know, at, at all different sides of, of the things that you hear and, and that you see. And just always be asking that question, you know, is, is there an alternative or ulterior motive to who's delivering this message and who's delivering this information? And and, you know, particularly if there's advertisers involved, well, then that means that somebody's trying to sell you something and you need to be aware of that. Then that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. I mean, that's part of capitalism and that's part of America, you know, is, is the buying and selling of products and services. But, you know, you, you've got to be aware of, you know, the perspective that it's coming from and, and take that with the right with the right attitude and, and the right balance and, and making sure that you understand, you know, to whom are you listening? 
Yeah, always uh, truly important, I think, to consider these different things. These are just some of the things we wish everybody knew for particular items on today's show. Of course, we could probably continue to list out other things we wish everybody knew, but that's a great starting point for you if you're new to the retirement planning process. Try and embody those ideas, those thoughts, and it's going to stick you certainly in the right direction. If you have questions for Glenn Mosseller and his team at Roadmap Financial Consulting, it's really easy to get in touch. 336-291-3535 is the number to call. That's 336-291-3535. You can also reach Glenn by going to greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. That's a great opportunity and resource to learn more information about the financial world, learn more about Glenn, and listen to podcasts as well. greensbororetirement.com. And if you want to set up a time to meet, just click on free consultation at the bottom of the webpage there free consultation at the bottom of greensbororetirement.com. Thanks so much for joining us on today's podcast. For Glenn, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time on The Retirement Roadmap. <laughs>